Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what? I'm living in a 65-plus community, and I like it. And your mom just crossed behind you on the screen. Oh, hey-oh. But it's okay okay because it's Monday, everybody, and you know what that means? It's lighting up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and I'm in the center of the retirement community, my mother's house. And please welcome my beautiful co-host, the Immersion Persian, Roya Mosinian. Yay, hello, hello. Stephen, you already have me cracking up. Why? Because your mother, I see you on the screen, nobody else sees, but uh, your mother's passing behind you and you're already making jokes and I'm just, I'm just dying. I'm just, uh, you, you have me rolling. <laughs> she shuffles by. Yes, yes. No, nobody knows the, the depth of your, your situation right now. No one knows the depth <laughs> of my pain. Let's say hello. Let's say hello to our listeners who will share into my depth of my pain uh, this morning. Um, We have, of course, the United States of China, Brazil, Israel, India and New Zealand. That's it. That's all that's listening. (laughs) We'll give them a few minutes to log on. Okay. Um, I have to say, oh, South Africa. Uh Oh, uh oh. Guess who's listening, Roya? Iran. Iran. Roya's home country. Hello, Iran. Roya, welcome. talk to your people. Go ahead. Welcome, say welcome. Well, it's 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 my dad's people, but we welcome you. And I'm uh, with my dad today. You're yeah. You're you're not at home. Where are you? I'm not at home. So, um, well, I had so my dad has this ongoing as as you know, Stephen. My dad has this ongoing itching problem on his body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's is, 88 yeah. and a half, and he has this ongoing itching problem. So every morning and every night I have to rub lotion on him while he stands in his underwear and I have to rub lotion <laughs> all over his body. <laughs> you no, know, that is not true. Yes, and, and my friends all get a kick out of it. But, you know, I have to take care of him. My mother passed and her, her she said to me, make sure you always take care of your father, make sure he's never lonely, but ba ba So this is my charge in life. So I do this. And so every, <laughs> like, three, four weeks he has a dermatologist appointment. And they, there's, they, we've tried all kinds of therapies, drugs, medications, body rubs, and nothing has helped. But he still comes to see the doctor because I think he just likes it. It's like a social call. So oh my, he's I at the believe. appointment. I dropped him off. I set him up, and I'm sitting in the car doing the show. You're in a car right now? <laughs> yes, I'm in the car. I'm dedicated. You know, you know, this is this is what you need to do for next week's show. We <laughs> need to you need to be live on the air while you're rubbing lotion on him. <laughs> That would be that would awesome. Be great. And and he's hard of hearing also. So he'll be saying, what are you doing? What is that? What is that noise? Who are you talking to? So, uh, so Iran is listening. Iran. Yes. These, this is, these I, are people. So Her father, scared. his name is Javad. He's from yeah. Iran. He speaks fluent Farsi and he yeah. loves lotion being rubbed on him <laughs> by his daughter, which is very disturbing. I know. I you know, know what? Can I just no. be honest with you yes. now? I'm in the similar situation with you. Um, um, and, but I would never, if my mom had me, my mom, if my mom had to say, Steven, Steven, can you rub some lotion on me? You know what I'd say? Itch because I'm not doing it. 
That is disturbing. <laughs> I know. I've gotten used to it. I'm desensitized to the, the to the level of of disturbing that it actually is. The first couple of times it was like so cringy. Now I'm I'm used to it. So maybe there are other people in Iran who are, have the same the same issue that I have, having to rub lotion on their parents' body. Maybe there's something with Iranians that when they Maybe. get a certain age, their skin gets very dried out and ashy. Maybe. Please write in and let us know, please. That's <laughs> right for, in. for any kind of help. All right, that is too funny. Um, so speaking, yeah, so here, well, well, since we're talking about our parents, I have another, uh, another installment of Living with an 80-Year-Old. My favorite new segment of the show. Yeah. Because so, I can uh, right. Right. So here. So, um, you know, not only is my mom 80, but she's also deaf, which we've spoken about. <laughs> and uh, my mom all her life has had serious food issues and uh, she she has an eating disorder. She doesn't like to eat. She fat shames people and she's very <laughs> passive aggressive. Like one of her biggest thing is like when we're eating food, she's like, you know, Stephen, you don't have to finish that. You can take it home. <laughs> Which is which is a, a passive aggressive way of saying stop eating so much. Stop. You're a chaza, which is Yiddish for a pig. A pig. Um, so, oink, oink. so my mom, she she makes food, and um, you know, she, mm -hmm. like for instance, last week we had a baked potato. Okay, That's now it? Baked, no, oh. baked potatoes aren't very big. So if you make a baked potato, there's a baked potato for my mom, and there's a baked potato for me. That would be common sense, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Don't tell me but, to split a baked potato. But because my mother, my mother has food issues. So what we do is she 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 makes me share one baked potato, but she cuts it up into four small pieces and tries to sell it to me that it's four baked potatoes. <laughs> four bites equals four actual baked potatoes in your mother's she, mind. She cuts the potato up. Into four little sections, and then she's like, uh, "Would you like another baked potato?" I'm like, "I'm. I only we're we're sharing one. I'm only eating a third of it." I like how that, she tried to sell it. Who who maybe, can eat more than this? I don't understand. You're not full already. Maybe she's on austerity. You know, she's trying to save money. She she's turning down the lights. She doesn't want to use electricity. You have to share a potato, a baked potato. Yeah, but I, the fact there. is. It's one potato, but she tries to insist it's four potatoes. It's not four. It's one that you cut into four pieces. I love it. Oh, your mother is the best. Oh, goodness. And then because she's hard of hearing, like the other day, I was like, uh, you know, I said, I said, hey, mom, you know, what, what what's what's for dinner? She answers me. I didn't go to Target. <laughs> like What? What? Tar Target, Target is a Target, Target is a convenience dinner. store for our oh. listeners who don't know. It's a it's a convenience store. It's you know. Yeah, it's a shop place where you can get random items. Right. I'm That's asking so about dinner, and she's like, "I didn't go to Target." I love it. Living living with an elderly person is um, full of comic moments. If you can just laugh instead of getting annoyed and angry, you laugh and you roll with it. That's right. Yeah. I I can't sink any lower in my life right now. <laughs> I really any lower people would be putting dirt over me. <laughs> well, that's why you need lighten up and, and some good stories to make you that's and right. everyone else laugh. Right. That's right. So, um, so uh, how was your uh, weekend, Roya? It's good. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Very low key. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. I didn't really do too much. So which is good. Oh, I cleaned up my garage and my and my shed. And that made me happy. 
So it was a great weekend. Oh, that's super organized. And now you're uh, putting lotion on your father. Exactly. <laughs> and now I'm at the dermatologist for the next five hours. And how was your uh, how was your Shabbat? I haven't heard uh, about. Oh, <laughs> my Shabbat was incredible. I actually went oh, to good. this uh, religious community in this area that I never knew what existed. And really? um, yeah, in our this area. What? In our area? In, in yeah. PA? In a place called Ben Salem, PA. Oh. It's about 25 minutes away. This uh, religious community, there's a, 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 a whole community. They, they, these, all these uh, Jews, they, they study in a kolel. And a kolel, mm -hmm. for our listeners who don't know, is where uh, the men study Torah all day. And, uh, oh. you know, and, and they live in the community and they just study Torah. That's, that's all they do. But it's amazing because I stayed at one of these families' homes. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> I spent, you know, it's yeah. been a very trying time for me. I'm going through some personal uh, problems more than just living with a deaf 80-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm at shul, and I'm davening for Shabbat. And, you know, every now and then I, I get emotional. Anything can trigger me. In fact, I could probably burst out in tears at any moment on this show. So just want to <laughs> let our listeners know, especially in Iran, I could, be, I could just start crying at any moment. But Aww. I was sitting there. And and this and um uh this one of the one of the the one of the 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 guys there they turn around and they stay to me um uh, so when I'm standing there I'm standing uh, and I'm davening but I have my book and sometimes um they have this it's basically just a, a place where you can put your book on it's a you know uh, you can keep your book on a stand but the yes. word the word for the stand is it's called a stender. <laughs> And this Jewish guy comes, this Jewish guy turns around to me because he sees I don't have a stender. And he turns around and he says, uh, uh, um, hey, um, Steve, uh, do you want my stender? <laughs> no, no, thank you. And of you. course, with my with my 12-year-old uh, sense of humor, I start laughing and I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, don't swing that way. <laughs> he goes, no, seriously, I'll clean out my stender for you and you can use it. <laughs> oh, boy. No, 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 so, no, no, thanks. So the whole weekend, this is all I was saying. I was just going around up to, to people and saying, hey, would you like to take a look at my stender? <laughs> what do you think of my stender? And these and these guys, and I, I, I took this one religious Jew and I'm like, can you look inside my stender and see what you see if it's see if the books are in there? And he's look, I'm like, is my stender clean? And I'm messing with them. And these these from Jews who are very religious, very God fearing Jews don't know that I'm a schmuck and they're looking at me looking at my stender like your stender is fine I'm like can you look <laughs> deeper so confused. can you look deeper here stick your hand in my stender and grab my say and my uh my 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 sador which is a prayer book this is oh, what God. went on all this you're is the, the only thing that brought joy into my life you're the best I love how you can find humor in even the darkest moments that's right that I take a best. holy word stender <laughs> Which is used That's to hold a holy Sador book on a so you can be comfortable by davening, and I've turned it into something disgusting. <laughs> Only you. Only well, Stephen. <laughs> Only you. Well, I'm glad to hear that you found a nice community and and had a a, a nice time and bonded with with people of. Uh, of your your own kind of uh, faith and that's great i love to that's, hear that that's right they were very comforting it was it was a wonderful shabbat very peaceful i really needed it and my Aww. stender feels good <laughs> good good you came out with a with a positive stender that's right and uh so don't go away everyone we'll be right back and we'll talk more about my stender <laughs> and other stories <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and I'm sitting on my stender. Roya, how's it going? I'm good. I'm cracking up about your stender. Oh, I've never been a... so interested in your stender before. It's yeah. great. Well, yeah. this look when you spend Shabbat with uh, you know religious Jews, uh, there's a lot of a lot of stender yeah. talk. There's um, a lot of things. <laughs> listen, I got a good story for you. Good. This is this okay. is a bizarre story. You're never going to believe this. Right? Listen to this. Michigan man says his son, who was six years old, ordered a thousand dollars in food from Grubhub. <laughs> I can see that happening to me. Now, I I found this story, and I thought of you because you are constantly ordering your son from Grubhub. Your I son, am. your son is seventeen years old, and we could be out, and you're like, "Hold on, I've got to order uh, William something from Grubhub." I'm like, "He's seventeen; let him do it himself." He's like, "Mommy, give- can you order me Wawa from Grubhub?" I don't give out my account, my password, or my account, and this is why I don't want to bill for one thousand dollars worth of food. Well, I'm listen to this. My <laughs> listen, yes. God works in mysterious ways. Listen to this. So a Michigan man says he was left with a $1,000 bill after his six-year-old son ordered a virtual smorgasbord of food from several <laughs> restaurants. Uh, it said a string of unexpected deliveries started showing up at their house. His name is Keith Stonehouse. That's the father. Said <laughs> that the food piled up quickly in his Detroit home on Saturday night. <laughs> His son, Mason, used his cell phone uh, to play a game. And then uh, he said uh, the youngster instead used his father's Grubhub account to order food from one restaurant after another. Um, The wife uh, said that uh, uh, the the wife's uh, told the Associated Press on Thursday that Grubhub reached out to the family and offered them a thousand dollar gift card. They don't even have to pay for it. Yeah, but I i mean, $1,000 of food all at one time, you would think that would send up a red flag. Do you think they, that these idiot drivers would, 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 they would, I mean, they must be like, boy, what's boy, going on in that hungry. house? How many people are living in this house? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's probably a bunch of illegal immigrants. Um, yeah, they pile on so in there. It said the company, check this out, the company is also considering using the family in an online promotional campaign. <laughs> Now wow. they're gonna make. Now they're gonna make money and they're be on gonna, TV. They're gonna be famous. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna look out for that ad. Do you want to see what the kid ordered? Yeah. What do you? I'm, I'm curious. Like, what did? What's his? What's so, his Mason ordered jumbo shrimp, Ooh. Uh, salads, shawarma, <laughs> chicken pita sandwiches, chili cheese fries, and other foods that Grubhub You've driver. Gone over from, there. <laughs> right. That another Grubhub <laughs> driver delivered to their Chesterfield home. And and the the father goes, this was like something out of a Saturday Night Live skit. (laughs) (laughs) It just kept coming. That's right. And now it's going off. And now Grubhub is paying for the paying for it because it was their son. And obviously they didn't mean to charge all that money. So and 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 now they're going to be in a commercial for Grubhub. Wow. They're making out. (laughs) Why can't I have luck like this? Instead, I have God making me suffer so much pain. Why can't God make me be in a commercial for Grubhub? Something... You'd be good in a commercial, too, because you love to eat. 
Maybe I should be in a commercial and advertise for uh, 65 plus communities. <laughs> Your four, four baked potatoes, four baked potato pizzas. Hey, do you like eating one baked, baked potato and being told that it's actually four because some 80-year-old woman cut it in four small pieces? Then come join our community. Aye, 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 aye. Thank you, Stephen. Here's $1,000. <laughs> That's perfect. You'd be great. Oh, that's a crazy uh, so story, right? All that night, they must—I mean, they must have eaten up. You know, they had—they had anything they wanted to choose from to eat that night for dinner. Well, you know what? I—I I wonder if they had a compost because then they could just throw <laughs> the food in the compost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, oh, that's a callback from another show. Yes, yes, we got to listen to all our shows. Why, well, I, I have another what? funny story. So, you know, I like these these funny stories about like just like weird things. Um, I talked about a couple of weeks ago, I think the suitcase that traveled around. Oh, my God. That's right. For, like, that was a great years, story. Right. And then and then it just suddenly showed up like the suitcase. just It was lost. It traveled around the world for like 25, 30 years. And then it showed up at this woman's door eventually. Um, so I found a funny story. You know, I like these. It says overdue book returned to Virginia Library. After nearly 43 years, what? 43 years, the book was due on March 23rd, 1980. We were still so in high school. Yep. In 1980? We were in elementary school. Yeah, we were in elementary. The, the book was due March 23rd, 1980. And the library says, we believe this is a new record for a late return on books. We do not have checkout records that go back that far. So the mystery returner just will receive our thanks. But we don't know. They don't know who returned it. They don't know who took the book out. So if you found a book after 43 years, you realize you took it out in March 1980. Would you bother to return it? No, this guy sounds like a <laughs> schmuck. i throw it out. You know, if he had a stender, he could just stick the book in the stender. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I yeah I, I that's very bizarre. I want they don't even. It? There's no way they can look. What about you know how when you open up the book, there's like you you write yes. a name, a name and the date. There was no name who the last. Well, I guess there was just out. there was just the date, but there was no name. Well, there was a there was a name linked to it, but they just discarded those records because they were probably paper records. Obviously, back in 1980, we didn't have computers. So they don't know who returned it. It's so bizarre. And if I were going to return it, I'd probably go inside and joke about it. They just put it into the Dropbox and left. What? Um, what? Um, I had. Oh, my God. I just had a question. But but uh, someone's calling my mother. Can you hear the phone? Oh, I hear it ringing. <laughs> hello. Um, hello there. Hello. <laughs> um, I was going to ask. Oh, um forget it i lost my train of thought i'm so sorry everybody <laughs> this is what happens uh i you know how when like women live together they sometimes um they they say that their their menstrual cycles flow and yeah. they kind of get on the same uh well yeah since since i live with an 80 year old woman i'm starting to morph into an 80 year old man and my memory <laughs> is starting to go one of the hazards of living with an elderly parent i'm it's actually like they say people start to look like their dogs that's right. And their dog looks like them. <laughs> I'm starting to act like my mother. I'm actually uh, shuffling around the house. I walk very slow now. Turning I, off and lights. I, and I get up out of bed, and I'm always like, oh, oh. You're, you're turning. You're saving on electricity, and, I, and you're I cutting make, your I, food at the fourths. That's right. And I make weird, strange noises like my mother does, like, 
You know what I noticed about my mom? She's in the other room. She she has a she burps a lot. I'm like, mom, can you I'm like, can you stop burping? You're a lady. She's like, she can't even hear herself burp. And he doesn't say excuse me either. It's like it's like just part of like the normal routine of the day. I'm like, mom, can you can you please stop burping? She's like, the garage door is open. <laughs> I'm going to Target. No, I didn't go to Target. No, mom, you're burping. Oh, God. <sighs> anyway, I'm going to move on real quick because we're almost yes. out of our first segment. First of all, while I, so I come back from Shabbat. Okay. Yes. No, I don't, you know, Shabbat, no phones. No, I don't do anything. I don't go online, right. nothing. I come back. Apparently, China is spying on us with a big balloon. Oh crazy i have no idea so apparently china has sent over a big balloon and it's like and joe biden's face on it and (laughs) yeah and it's like (laughs) joe Biden. hey there's a big balloon up in the sky let's shoot it down i don't even (laughs) understand this story it's like flying over like north carolina the military shot it down i'm thinking like this is probably like the balloon it's like going to oz you know the guy the wizard of oz he flew away that's the balloon and how is China? China is spying on us with TikTok. What do they need a balloon for? That's exactly right. Yeah, I, I feel like this balloon. It was so obvious that it might be a distraction. They're probably doing something else while we're all focusing on this balloon, TikTok, and other things. And China was going on. China was very upset that Joe Biden shot it down. It says here in a statement Sunday, China's Ministry Foreign Affairs uh, Department said that. Uh, China will result uphold the relevant company legitimate rights and interests. Oh, you shoot down a like they're very upset. That's a terrible Chinese thing. <laughs> terrible Chinese accent. Good effort. It Good says effort. Chinese China's Ministry of Defense echoed the statement later in the day saying it reserves the right to take necessary measure to deal oh. with similar situations. We gonna get you, Joe Pye. We gonna get you shoot down my baroon. Why you shoot down my baroon? The whole thing is so strange. It, you know what? I cannot get out of this country quick enough. <laughs> I know. I don't you know what you. the balloon was actually looking for? I heard actually in another article, I saw the balloon was trying to look for stenders. <laughs> well, I hope it found a couple to take back to China with it. Hey, how many stenders yeah. you got over there? <laughs> oh. You need to find stender stories for next week's Lighten Up. So apparently, you know, while I'm davening in Shabbat, uh, China's uh, spying on us with a balloon. This doesn't even make sense. Uh, they're up to no good. I, I feel like it's a distraction. There's something bigger going on. And you know what? China is a big fan of Lighten Up, and I'm really disappointed. Can you yeah. please stop spying on us? Go spy <laughs> in another country. <laughs> they anyway. probably are. Oh, my God. We got 30 seconds left. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have a quick 30-second story? I have no quick 30-second stories, though. Um, I could tell you a quick food story uh, with my mother. My mother likes oh. to take big, giant cookies and, and break them into little pieces, and she <laughs> thinks that if she eats small bites that she's not eating the whole cookie. Even though she eats the whole cookie. She eats the whole <laughs> cookie, but because it's small bites, it's like, oh, it's, it's I'm not really eating the whole thing. Because look at this uh, tiny little bite. I love the logic. He's the All best. Right. We'll be back after these messages. Don't go away. Don't go away. More funny stuff.
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to our third segment. I cannot believe it. Welcome to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. If you're just joining us, my name is Steve Miller with my beautiful co-host, Roya Mosini. And Roya, how are you? I'm great. I'm, with, um, I'm doing Lighten Up, so I feel better already. My Monday's off to a good start. Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, I want to get right into it because this is yeah. a, a bizarre story. Uh, this is uh, New Mexico considers roasted chili as the official state <laughs> aroma. <laughs> roasted chili? Yeah. Do you know so what that smells gas? like? Immediately, as you cross over into New Mexico, you smell that fragrance and you get gas and bloated. <laughs> so it says Albuquerque, New Mexico. The sweet smell of green chili roasted on an open flame permeates New Mexico every fall, wafting from roadside stands and grocery stores. It says now one state lawmaker says it's time for everyone to wake up and smell the chili. <laughs> Senator Bill Solis visits. He visited the fifth grade students in his southern district. It sparked a conversation about the savory hot peppers and the potential for New Mexico to become the first state in the nation to proudly have an official state aroma. A proposal is now being considered by lawmakers. <laughs> this is what they're uh, spending time making laws about. Now, isn't New Mexico on the border of Mexico? Don't they have a border control problem? Yeah, they probably and, have bigger fish to fry, yeah. And and and, and oh, fish to fry, that's not going to be the state aroma. <laughs> <laughs> the state aroma is now going they're it's voting crazy. on Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I, and I want to know what do, what do you think the state aroma of like the city of Philadelphia is? Even though it's a city, it's not a state. What's the aroma of Philadelphia? Gun smoke. <laughs> Gun smoke. I, I was going to say uh, the smell of Philadelphia is rotting corpses from the crime <laughs> and murder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But this is what this is what they're this is what the state legislator a state aroma. Do you believe this? Like our state smells like it's, chili. It's very important. Very, very important. The after effects of chili. That's what the state's going to smell like. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone passing gas. Yeah. Yeah. We like oh it. <laughs> so so that's uh, so that's what's going on in New Mexico. See, you got to love our chili. It's going oh, to be the state aroma. The I tried to vote for burritos, but they wanted chili. <laughs> well, I, I actually, that could lead into, I have a funny Florida man story. Um, maybe, maybe he ate too much chili, and that's right. the reason why we have this story. Okay, so, what do you got? Hear about this guy? Okay, so here's the headline. Florida man dubbed pooping perpetrator is sought by police for a break-in. What? Fort Myers police released pictures and video of a pooping suspect. Police in Florida are asking for the public's assistance in identifying a man they have dubbed the pooping perpetrator. He must have <laughs> he got a nick He got a nickname? He has a nickname, pooping perpetrator, in quotes. Around 2.30 a.m., a man was caught on surveillance video as he broke into a Joe's Crab Shack in Fort Myers, Florida. <laughs> He allegedly climbed through a small window that he broke prior and he stole a number of items, including alcohol, and then he defecated on the floor prior to leaving. He also stole a Joe's Crab Shack hat 
off of a shelf, and he wore it while he walked around the restaurant and pooped. Um, I, I, this is a very disturbing story, and um, right? it's uh, I, I, uh, I, I don't even know what to say. Th- that has got to be the worst Florida man story I've ever heard. This is disturbing. First of all, I wonder. You know, it would have made more sense if he was in uh, New Mexico. And he right. smelled the, uh, the 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 new state aroma, and then had that reaction. That would make more sense. That would make more sense. But this was all the way over in Florida, so uh, yeah. Did they catch him? No, no. So so they released the video of of him because oh, they, so oh. they didn't catch him. They found the video, I guess, the next morning or whatever, when the manager came in and he saw what had happened. They looked back at the video, and the guy is clear as day, walking around with a Joe's Crab Shack, which is a restaurant in yeah, Florida. Yeah, I've been there in Florida. Yeah, with a hat on, and and he stole some alcohol and some other random things, and he relieved himself. He took, he went to the bathroom in several spots around the restaurant. Uh, you know, <laughs> only, on you, video. Only, only you, Roy, would find a story like that. That is very <laughs> gross and vile. Isn't it? It's, it's, it's just, oh, Like, what? Yeah. Why? Well, why? I'm sure why? Why? With the bathroom door locked? Like, well, what the heck? You're asking oh, why. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change gears a little bit, okay? Okay. Now, no one, there's nothing funny about anti-Semitism. There's nothing funny about violence against Jews. But no. I did find a story that was just, you know, it says here, Jewish man beaten for Kanye at a Maryland supermarket. Here's the story. It says Montgomery County. You know Montgomery County, Maryland? I know that place. Oh, yeah. It's, uh-huh. It says Montgomery County police detectives have arrested a member of a group of thugs that jumped a Jewish shopper who asked them who asked them to stop throwing food and stealing donuts at a local giant supermarket. So they were throwing food. He asked them to stop. And so they jumped and attacked him. Yeah, they were they were stealing donuts. And so I just want to say this to all my fellow Jewish brothers and sisters. If you see people stealing donuts at a grocery store let it go <laughs> don't get don't involved. get don't get involved i mean my god are you kidding me this don't guy get just, involved. he got beat for because he's trying to stop stealing the donuts <laughs> stop it stop throwing donuts at me <laughs> oh, what are you doing get off of me i mean and then they beat him up i mean it's just terrible that's the oh. only, as far as that's as far as the story i read but i just for donuts, this guy. I want to tell you the 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 love of Hashem that he has, and he had to get involved and say, Aww. "Stop!" It says, "Do not steal in the Ten Commandments," <laughs> and you're stealing donuts. And 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 then they beat him up for it. <laughs> they beat him up, poor guy. Well, yeah, good, good. So, so don't get involved. Don't get involved. If you see a bunch of people stealing donuts, let it go. It's okay. Call the police. Yeah, report it to the manager and get out of the way because it's not worth getting beat up over. Poor guy. Yeah, that's my uh, that's Aww. my uh, that's my thing here. Um, so <laughs> Did anyway. he have his shtickle or what? What's it called? Stender, stender. Stender. If he had his he, stender, he would have beat them up. Yeah, but it looks like he got his uh, he got his stender beat up. <laughs> he got his stender kicked. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Oh, hate to hear that's that. all right. Yeah, I don't really like to, you know, talk about stories like that. But if the whole donut thing threw me off. I'm just like, really? This guy get involved for donuts? Come on. <laughs> right. It's not like he was stealing diamonds. Okay. Uh, so now we're talking about food, which this this uh, this goes right into my next uh, story. Um, can you shut that dog up? 
Do you hear the dog barking? I do. Yeah. Little yapper. And I just saw your mom shuffle past. Anyway, uh, you're going to love this story. Now, this is actually a Florida man story, um, but I want to talk about it just because we're on the food. We're on. We're on the food section of Lighten Up. <laughs> <laughs> Said Florida man arrested for attacking daughter with pizza after she didn't want to <laughs> eat with him. <laughs> oh goodness! What's with all the attacking over food, donuts, yeah. pizzas? I know. I, you know these people. These got a lot. This, this this family has a lot of issues. It says a Florida man has been arrested for allegedly attacking his daughter with a pizza <laughs> after she said that she wanted to be alone. Oh, um, poor it says, kid. Tyler Warden, forty-one, visited Vero Beach, the home of his twenty-year-old daughter. Uh, he brought a pizza for them to eat together. Oh, that's so nice. But she told him that she wasn't feeling well and asked him to leave, according to the arrest affidavit. <laughs> how could, how dare she? How the daughter, she the, pizza? the daughter told police that her father became angry and refused to leave. He allegedly argued with her in the doorway of her home. She said she then allegedly began to, uh, that she said he then Allegedly, I love how it's allegedly. No, he did it. Why is it allegedly? Allegedly began to throw slices of pizza at her, hitting her in the face. <laughs> when the all... police showed up, did she have sauce all over her face and hair? <laughs> it says, yeah, it says the daughter began to yell at her father and call 911. Can you imagine that 911 call? 911, uh, what's your emergency? Yeah, my father, he came over and bought me a pizza and wanted to watch TV with me. All I said was no, and now he's throwing slices of pizza at my face. This is 911. Oh, it's a real emergency. It's a pizza emergency. She couldn't just, uh, she, she couldn't just shut the door? Yeah, so he got arrested? Uh, yeah, it says uh, when the officers arrived, um, they responded to her call. Uh, he discovered uh, tomato sauce all over her face. <laughs> <laughs> a waste of a perfectly good uh, pizza. Really? I mean, it says, oh, you're not going to believe it. it. says this. And then the police also found pizza toppings covering uh, the entry of the woman's house. <laughs> <laughs> what an investigation. Boy. Yeah. Mm, let's see. I find I see sausage and pineapple and green peppers all over the floor. Up, oh, and there's sauce all over her daughter's face. You're guilty. Take him away. Take him. I love it. <laughs> Only in Florida. Um, oh, I love these stories. Oh, here, here's the answer. So you're probably wondering, like I was, like. How can a guy, a father, who come to his daughter's house ordering a pizza for her and say, hey, would you like to have some bonding time? And then all she says is, no, I don't feel like it. And he flips out and throws pizza at her. Well, it <laughs> says here, uh, uh, her, the daughter, and I guess the police also noted that there was a strong odor of alcoholic beverage on the father's uh, <laughs> uh, Now it makes sense. Okay. But still, I mean, like... You know, that's what alcohol does. He gets, he starts attacking his daughter with a pizza. I just love how there was sauce and and toppings all over her. <laughs> and, oh, and, and you know, so you know how, like in the in news articles, they'll show you a picture. Yes. It, it does. It doesn't necessarily have to be a picture from the article or even from the crime scene. But you know, they got to have like a cover stock photo. You know what yeah. the cover stock photo is of this article? What is it? It's a woman uh, working in a pizza shop. She's holding a pizza <laughs> and she's wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, because because Lord knows they still have to keep drilling in. Wear your mask. Wear your wear mask. Your mask. 
Wear your mask. Listen, before you get drunk and attack your family member with a pizza, make sure you're wearing a mask because there still (laughs) is the virus. There still, yes. And and I I think uh, you and I both found some interesting stories about research on on who wears masks. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you why don't you share that story? Well, I think I closed it out of my um, <laughs> my browser. Oh, once it, oh, you closed it out of your stender? Uh, yeah, I think so. So I was counting on you to read the headline. Roya, why every week I do most of the work and you just sit and laugh and just, I just laugh at you. You're like, I closed out my browser. Sorry, I'm in my car waiting for my father so I can I lotion him up. I'm, I'm like looking. I'm like afraid he's going to come out and be like, what are you doing? I'm like looking through the How window. How long is this appointment for? I don't know. I hope he's in there for a while. Give me a if break. He, if he if he gets in the car, you tell him that Iran's listening. He can speak Farsi <laughs> on the radio. Yeah, he would be so confused. I don't understand. What are you doing? He would. Who you? Who? All of a sudden, I make your father sound Jewish, but your father talk like this. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, listen to me. He thinks. Uh, I remember uh, talking to him once. He said, "You know, he was like, um, you know, in the movie, um, my big fat Greek wedding. The father." Yes. The father yeah. always said that the Greeks invented everything. Your father is the same way with Iran. Did you know oh, that that that, that that product it was first invented in Iran? Everything was invented in Iran for your father. Do you know that Iran has the oldest this and the oldest Old, that? Yes. Meanwhile, oldest, I mean, oldest area of the world. Oldest everything. Invented everything. You're right. You're right. They have great pride. Great pride in their, their, their history, their heritage. Like, like Greek people. Yeah. Did you like know, Stephen, did you know that Iran oppresses their people the best? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, your well, father. Meanwhile, I've turned your father into like a Jewish uh, uh, Iranian. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. basically, I remember him telling me like just how Iran invented everything. I ran this. I ran that. Yes. I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, Javad, I'm a Jew. Keep it down. <laughs> you got him pegged. Yep. We'll have to yeah. get him on the show one of these days. Oh, that would be hysterical. <laughs> or maybe I can play a recording of him because he'll be so yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so so speaking of masks, uh yeah. so yeah, I found I found an article that says, here's the title Unattractive people are more likely to keep wearing masks post COVID. <laughs> Which is what we've been saying, right, Stephen? We have been saying this for like a year and a half. It's a way to cover, you know, your face if you're feeling unattractive or you are unattractive. I know. Emotionally, I'm very unattractive right now. Is there a way I can cover myself emotionally? Wear a big plastic bag over your whole body. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a glass case of emotion. (laughs) I will say the mask thing. It's funny because like if I have like a really garlicky lunch or something and then I have an appointment, I'm like, like, like I have physical therapy for my ankle and they still make you wear a mask in there for whatever reason. And because I broke my ankle, I'm doing physical therapy. And so if I have like a garlicky lunch and then I go to physical therapy at one o'clock, I'm like happy to wear the mask. Yeah. Well, you know what? I just got a text from my uh, dentist. Apparently it's been six months already and I have to go in and my dentist still makes me wear a mask and I get very angry and I walk in. I say, I'm not wearing a mask. They make me wear a mask. (laughs) For the two seconds, I'm sitting in the uh, waiting room and then bring me in. And then, of course, I can take it off. It's ridiculous. I tried to cancel. I forgot I had an appointment because my life has been out of control. I can't believe it's been six months. I emailed. I I texted. So did I. I texted them and said, I was just there a couple a couple weeks ago. They're like, Stephen, you were here six months ago. 
I, I'm it like, seems like you were just complaining yesterday about wearing I, your mask at the dentist. It's that's right. I was, I, I was complaining months. about that too. And right. I thought it was like a month ago and I, I texted and I texted them back. I'm like, well, I've gone through, I'm going through a lot of life changes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, great. Here he comes I'm, again. I'm no like, I, I, I moved in with an 80 year old deaf woman. You'll have to excuse me. <laughs> Well, um, I find it interesting. My dentist hasn't required masks in a long time. I find it interesting because, like you said, you go right in to the chair and then you, you have to be maskless. How do they work on your teeth? That's you what know? I told my dentist the first time. I said, you know what? I'm going to take off this mask. And if uh-huh. I do have COVID, you're going to get it anyway. Right. So why make me wear it? And he got so angry with me. He almost <laughs> kicked me out of the office. He said, look, uh, I know you've been a patient of ours for years, but, you know, you may just have to find another dentist. Uh, he almost threw why? me out of his office. You know why he got angry? Why? Because you were right. He couldn't. He can't handle the truth. He was like you were Tom right. Cruise. He was like Tom yeah. Cruise. You can't handle the truth. Or that <laughs> it doesn't was make sense. So he got angry. Yeah, it says here people who consider themselves attractive are less likely to wear face masks. It says those who see themselves as less attractive likely believe masks improve looks, and that's true. That's so Cause, true. Because if you're ugly. You know, you covers like your nose, your mouth, your your jacked up teeth, and like you yep. just see eyes. So if they have like pretty blue eyes or green eyes, you're like, wow, she's beautiful. And then she takes off her mask, yes. and you're like, well, you're like, she, you know, her teeth are eroding. Yes. So I, another funny story about my physical therapy for my ankle. I went, um, the you know, the first two times I had this younger guy, and he he looks, he's got a mask on also, and he, from what I can tell, he looks kind of attractive. He looks nice looking. And then I saw him over like the third time I went. I saw him over in the corner, like on his computer and he pulled his mask down and he had like this, like, I mean, like the same thing you're saying, his teeth were kind of jacked up and he had like a jacked up. jawline. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, like he wasn't at all what I imagined he would look like. Like I had an well, image in my mind of what he would look like without the mask and it wasn't that, it was horrible. Well, here, this is the last Stop. point of the article. This is what it okay. states, exactly what you're saying. It says here, meanwhile, other major analysis found masks made no difference to infections yeah <laughs> so even though people are already saying it doesn't matter yet my do- my dentist the biggest leftist jew in the world dr levy refuses <laughs> to uh he won't do it and he makes his employees wear masks all day can you imagine oh. working oh. eight hours a day i mean oh. It, oh it's been three years it's over it's over let it go let it go anyway so anyone wearing a mask they're ugly at this point if they're still wearing it if they're still holding on to it they're ugly well are you going to go to the dentist appointment are you going to go for your cleaning i don't know i'm so depressed i don't feel like going but i i think i might go today i didn't realize oh oh it's good to have a clean mouth go you'll feel refreshed yeah Yeah. anyway um for next week for lighting up (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'll start crying in the chair um So here, we're going to finish up with our last story. Now, I know I kind of should have probably finished up with the pizza story, but I'm sorry, folks. I'm under a lot of stress. <laughs> we'll forgive and, you. And I have the uh, the mindset of an 80-year-old deaf woman. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's okay. Give us your last story, Stephen. So here it goes. In Spain, apparently at this church, Spanish pets are blessed by priests in an annual ritual. <laughs> so <laughs> What? It's, it says in Madrid, hundreds of Spanish pets... Oh, not not Spanish pets. <laughs> Hundreds of Spanish pet owners. Oh, see my Spanish. Oh. My cat. My cat is Spanish. Meow. I thought it was meow. the pet. The pet. 
<laughs> no, pets are just pets. They don't share any ethnicity, right? Is okay. that a word? Ethnicity? Well, I don't know. Right. I'm a moron. They take on whatever the owner is. That's right. So uh, my that dog is. is Jewish, and yes. uh, and your dog is uh, Persian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dog uh, is, yeah, a pig. So it says here, hundreds of Spanish pet owners took their animals to church on Tuesday, where Catholic oh. priests blessed them on the day of Saint Anthony the Abbot. I don't even know what that means. This oh, it's the patron saint of animals. So apparently, Catholics worship the patron of animals. So they took they took this. It was a it was it was a it was a it was a church filled with uh, with animals. It said few dogs barked, but mostly animals waited patiently to be sprinkled with holy water on the steps of the barbecue Saint Anthony's church. I'm sure the dogs loved that. Yeah. So uh, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So this is what the Catholic Church is doing. They bring in pets, and uh, you know there were several accidents. And I got to tell you, um, <laughs> that's that's holy poop, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Where was this in Spain? In Madrid. Oh, Madrid. Appar- okay. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's a tradition here, and we like to keep it alive. <laughs> oh, it says here. It says here. Carlos, fifty-one, brought his greyhound Rita. <laughs> Rita. Well, you, can you bring in other pets or is it just dogs? Like if you No, and everything, dog, cats, it doesn't matter. You know what's interesting? Oh. Spanish people name their dogs and pets after Spanish names. Like this is the dog Rita. Hey, Rita. My dog is named Asher, which is a very yeah. biblical Jewish name. What's your dog's name? My dog's Warren. <laughs> Warren. <laughs> <laughs> he came that way, so I kept him. He was a little You should little name him a traditional so. Iranian name. Like here's a good name for your dog. Ahmad. <laughs> All right, 30 seconds left. Roya, another week we did it, and I made it through the show without crying. What do you have to say, Roya? You made it, baby. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You saved all the crying for the dentist's office. Give it to him. That's right. Thank you very much, everybody. (laughs) I hope you enjoy your week, and make sure you protect your stenders. (laughs) Shavua Tov, everybody. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. 
Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.